Hey, you guys. I normally open saying, hey, patriots, but I feel like tonight I need to say, hey, brothers and sisters, because um, that's what we've become. I just love our our group. We're not just a battalion. We're a family. And I love your comments. It's just really great for us to be together, uh, especially for this tremendous time. Look at how cozy this looks. I'm just thinking, wow, I need to do this in my backyard. That looks so cozy. This is the night, the first night of the Feast of Tabernacles. Um, they also call it the Feast of Booths. Doesn't look like much like a booth. When I think of a booth, I think like a phone booth. This is what they would call a Feast of booths um, but it really looks so nice but they were supposed to go get the branches all kinds of different branches and they were supposed to put them out and and have a tabernacle so they could remember when they were in the in the lived in tents in the wilderness in the time of Moses okay so that's the celebration and I want to uh, show you what they do because I think you know I need to do that maybe I'll Maybe I can come up with something and, and uh, this week and we can we can celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles together right here. Here's some other people celebrating. Um, now, I wanted to show you the calendar. Here we are, just to remind you in case you had forgotten. Remember how we were talking about um, Rosh Hashanah? which is the Feast of Trumpets, which was the time when everyone was gathered together. Everybody get everything right, get everything sorted out. If you have anything, a problem with anybody, get it, get it paid back, get it resolved. Let's get all everything repented of, get everything straight with you and the Lord so everybody can be at peace and filled with joy. And then uh, Yom Kippur, which is on the, it was on the 18th, which is the ninth of the month of Tishri, which is the seventh month of the year, but the first month of the civil calendar. Um, that's the day, which is the day of atonement. If you're catching up on some of this, maybe go back and look at some of my other videos, because these are tremendous celebrations that the Lord has put in his word that we're to celebrate perpetually. And so uh, this is a great time for us to, you know, just remember to get everything sorted out between us and the Lord, between us and others, so that we don't have all of that, anything dark or oppressive or, or guilt or shame on us. And those things are totally forgiven at Yom Kippur is when the priest would go into the Holy of Holies. They would, uh, he would uh, put the blood of the sacrifice onto the altar and he would come out and proclaim that everyone was set free everyone was forgiven and what um, I listened to it I'm going to put a link down um, below of this wonderful video that I watched uh, this man explaining the Feast of Tabernacles because he celebrates it every year he he brought up a beautiful uh, image that I didn't I had not connected these dots he said that on the Feast of Tabernacles um, it reminds us of when the Lord Jesus went into the tomb and that when he came out that proved that we are forgiven uh, how could I miss that connection? Hello. But again, I'm not, you know, celebrating this every year. So I'm just kind of catching up. And so I thought you would really enjoy that. So that's what we celebrated as of this past Wednesday was the Day of Atonement. Now we are on the 14th day of Tishri, way down here. You see the 23rd, 14th day of Tishri. And it's the eve of Sukkot, Sukkot, or the Feast of Tabernacles, or the Feast of Booths. Okay, so here we are, and we are we're enjoying the the knowledge that we are forgiven. We don't have any of that upon us. We're totally, you know, cleansed and stand in a great place between our us and our friends, our family, everyone, and between us and the Lord, most importantly. And so that's what this great celebration is primarily about. And so I hope you've taken this opportunity to make sure that there's 
everything is a-okay between, you know, with all of, all of your, in all of your world. All right. So there's also, it's also called the feast. It's got several names, doesn't it? The Feast of Ingathering. So they, you know, we've, it's a harvest festival. So every year they're rejoicing that they have, uh, they've done the harvest. They have all of this food and, and plenty for, you know, for, stored up for winter. So this is a big celebration. It, it really looks like it, you know, when you think of this table, it looks kind of like a Thanksgiving table, doesn't it? So that's, it's very similar. Our Thanksgiving is really similar to Sukkot or the Feast of Tabernacles. So this is actually a seven day celebration. So just call your boss and tell him you're taking off for seven days because you're celebrating Sukkot. <laughs> okay, maybe that won't work. But anyway, um, it's a really beautiful celebration and a time to just um, just relax with your family. And that's the, that's really a huge part of it is that we don't have our phones. We don't have our TV. We don't have all these other distractions. We can just get simple and between, it's just between us and the Lord and us and our family and just enjoying each other's company. You know, <laughs> we need to kind of get back down to that, to simplicity and make sure that you take time this week, especially to refocus and, and spend the time with your loved ones that you, and, and, you know, your family, your friends, whoever it is that you spend time with them. And, you know, if you haven't really taken the time to spend time in the Lord's word, make that a matter of importance in your life. I'm so thankful that I know the word because it's really been so helpful in this time that it's just been my, um, my mainstay, my rock, uh, when all this happens. So there are particular passages that they read during the Feast of Tabernacles. So I was thinking, well, maybe I could come on and do a, a quick video each day of Sukkot and we could read together one of these. I'll try to do that. I'll try to do that. Um, Okay, so I wanted to read this one to you. This is the first one. So it's Psalm 113 through 118, okay? Okay, so here's Psalm 113. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. I'm going to put a song on about that. That's a, a beautiful, if I forget, you guys remind me uh, to put that in the description, a beautiful song about praising the Lord from the, uh, from the rising of the sun to it's going down. The Lord is high above all nations. Again, remember how we're talking about nations. It's not about the people. It's about those who've been in authority, those who thought they were God, thought they were the ones running the thing. It's a really, another word is more like dictators, tyrants, okay? His glory, so he's way higher than they, so yay. The, his glory above the heavens. Who is like uh, the Lord our God, who dwells on high, but who humbles himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and in the earth. That's what I love that about him is that, yes, he, he's surrounded by cherubim and seraphim worshiping him 24 hours, whatever, not that there's time in heaven, but uh, continuously, but he reaches down to know what's going on in my life and in your life and, and, and be near to us. Ah, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. He doesn't need to do that. He doesn't have to do that. Isn't he's a wonderful father. He raises the poor out of the dust and lifts the needy out of the ash heap. Oh, I think of the whole world has been basically in an ash heap, just, just destroyed, destroyed by the enemy. And he is raising us up, not just poor in our finances, but yes, of course, we've been poor in our finances, but the, he raises up the, the humble 
Make sure that your humble, it says the meek will inherit the earth. Meek is someone who says, I'm going to obey God and um, I'm, I'm putting my trust in him. It is his power at working within me and I will honor, bring him honor as of his grace, as of his power. Recognizing it's his power in us. Um, and list the needy out of the ash heap that he may seat him with princes, with the princes of his people. Again, back to the same thing about ruling and reigning with him, right? He grants the barren woman a home like a joyful mother of children. Isn't that beautiful? Okay, so that's the first one. You can read ahead if you want to. Um, but that's, uh, that's a, those are the the Psalms that were specifically intended for the, the celebration of the Feast of Tabernacles. I'm going to also put a link here. Here are verses for the Feast of Tabernacles that you might want to read and uh, focus on. And so now I want to show you what the tabernacle was in the, in the time of Moses and the people in, when they were in, um, in the wilderness. So isn't this interesting that the, the, the fire, remember how the fiery, pillar would lead them in the night and the cloud would lead them during the day and then it would come to rest and they would they would park right wherever the the lord stopped and that's what they would do they would stop and then um that's this is in the nighttime they would see the lord's presence hovering over the tabernacle isn't that beautiful what a beautiful thing i want you to think of that in your life is that the presence of the lord is Obviously, he's now dwells within us, but he is hovering over your home, over your city. We want the presence of the Lord to be in every place, right? And so all these tents outside were all the tribes. They were all in their certain areas, and they were um, there, but the center was the Lord, okay, was, was um, and worship was the center of it, and that should be the center of your home, that should be the center of your town, is that, is that learning of him, and listening to him, and, and, um, and worshiping him, so then there's this man, I want, to show, I want to show you this, because there's this man who actually went into the Bible, and looked at all that it had, the Lord had written down, for us about how to build a tabernacle. So he says, well, I'm going to build one. And so he was going, this talks about how he's building one. And he says, as an, as an engineer, he, you know, he's obviously an engineer and he's going to build this, this, this tabernacle. But he said that the way that they've always shown us really didn't work and it didn't, didn't work out. Now, to be honest, I've never built a tabernacle. So I just took what they said and I just believe what they said, but this guy, he says, nope, this is what the tabernacle would look like. This is it. It's a cert in a circle. Isn't that beautiful? So I, I really like that. I think that um, just around, like on around a table, when we are um, joining together, you know, we sit at a table all around, uh, even if it's a long, a long table or whatever, we're all there so that we can join in and, and talk with each other and, and, and visit with each other and, um, and worship, you know, the, the whole point of that about the tabernacle is it was a place of worship. And um, I really like it more when we worship more in a, I know this sounds maybe a little crazy, but more in a circle because it's not about any one person. When you're in like a school setting, it's not about, about listening and learning as much. I mean, yes, we do, but it's more of that we are, the Lord is in the center and that we are worshiping him. Okay. So, uh, the, the, I would, I can, it's not in this picture, but I can imagine, um, the light of God's presence right in the center. And so they're being able to worship the Lord. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, and, and it even spread out all throughout this, the desert, uh, where the wilderness, where they were, um, they were all 
the Lord was in the center of them. Okay. So now listen to this. This week is the Awaken the Dawn. If you want to go, you've got to go this week. It starts this Thursday. So it's September 27th through the 29th. So if you want to go, go to awakenthedawn.org and you can go on here and you can find an event near you. Now, each of the capitals is going to have a celebration on I think on each of the capital grounds, they're going to have a gathering right there on for, for the Feast of Tabernacles and, and, and worship time right there on each of the capitals. And then for the rest of it, it's going to be at different universities and campuses. So you can go to just a variety of things so that you can participate in this Feast of Tabernacles. And they don't really... They didn't even, when they first did this, they said they didn't even realize they were doing it on the, during the Feast of Tabernacles. But it's a, it's a tent meeting for our country that we are joining together and uh, to, to, to call upon the Lord to restore our country. And so it's, it's really a beautiful event. I went to the one in Washington, D.C. last year, and it was just amazing. 24-7 prayer and worship all along the national mall it was remarkable and there was a there was a tent for each state it was just really beautiful so um definitely take advantage of that now i wanted to bring up the harvest this was again reminding us of forgiveness it's reminding us of this harvest it's reminding us of the lord's presence with us and so um and just really getting with close to our family and close to the lord so Look at this in Revelation 14. This is the harvest. There are actually two harvests. One is the harvest of so many coming back to the Lord. They're not going to buy into this uh, humanistic, secular, globalist baloney anymore. And so they're all going to be returning to the Lord. Remember, as I've so, told you so many times, one of my favorite passages, that they will all know him from the least to the greatest. <laughs> Just can't wait. So that's part of about the reaping of the earth's harvest. I think we're so close to that because all this um, deception is going to lift and, and we're already seeing it. There are so many countries that are saying, we want Christ as the king of our country. It's just beautiful. Ukraine and, and, and Russia are at 70 and 80% believers now. So yeah, this is happening. This is happening. This is the great awakening. Isn't that remarkable? And then the second harvest, which is the harvest of the grapes of wrath. And they are being harvested. Look at this in verse 18. And another angel came out from the altar who had fire, power over fire. And he cried with a loud cry to him who had the sharp sickle saying, thrust in your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth for her grapes are fully ripe. Isn't that the truth? So the angel thrust his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and threw it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trampled outside the city and the blood came out of the winepress up to horses bridles for 1,600 furlongs. Yeah, this is a bloodbath. What's going on is a bloodbath. I've, I even heard someone say the other day that the, the election is going to be a bloodbath. It, talk about a red wave. So this is what is happening all over the world. These ones who've been controlling the nations, controlling each of the countries, these tyrants are being removed and they are going to be prosecuted and punished for their crimes against humanity. Praise the Lord. Isn't this amazing? Amazing. So I got to tell you the last part of the Feast of Tabernacles is so beautiful. The priest would take the They'll get the water um, out of this special pitcher. I can't remember exactly. You've watched the video here. This guy will explain it more than I, better than I can. But bottom line, he would pour out this 
special water and they would be praising the Lord for his outpouring of, they're talking about the rain because the rainy season was going to be coming. So then they would be able to you know, have the rain that they needed to go for again and do the crops. And what we realize it's about is the outpouring of God's spirit. His spirit will be poured out on all flesh that the young will dream dreams. The old men will have visions and the, and the young men will prophesy. This is what we need more, I mean, more than food, more than water. We need the outpouring of God's spirit upon our land because this wickedness is killing us, right? We need him to cleanse our land. We need all this filth and this demonic oppression and all this satanic stuff to be gone from us and washed away right and this is the great celebration that the lord is doing this in our day y'all he's doing this in our day he's doing this in our day he's doing this right now and we've talked about it being close but we didn't know what it was going to look like i gotta tell you something okay so I'm going to tell you about John 7:38 real quick, but I've got to tell you this real quick. Okay, so I was, I was, I saw the verse. I'm, I'm out there looking at the sign in the heavens from Revelation chapter 12. I see it's no doubt about it. The sign of Revelation 12 is in the heavens right now, and I'm like, okay, Lord, what does this mean? And when I realized that it was the sign of the Son of Man that it talks about in Matthew. Uh, and he says, when you see the sign of the son of man, you will see the son of man coming on the clouds of heaven in great glory. And so I'm like, okay, okay, I'm ready. Um, let's, let's go. And I didn't know what it was going to be. And, and again, you know, we've been taught that there's more of this escapism that we're leaving and the whole world's going to blast, burn into crumbles. And I guess I, I didn't know what it was going to, what it's going to be, but the day came, the day went, it didn't happen. And I was just like, hmm. So must, my faith was still confident in the Lord. I just like, okay, obviously I misunderstood. Obviously that was not the way you, in the way that it's been explained to me, the way that everyone's been talking about is not the way it is. Okay. And before that, I had always thought I just didn't buy into a lot of it. So I, I just didn't know. And so, but I'm like, then we didn't know, did we? We didn't know what was going to happen after this happened in September of last year, where all of a sudden you see all these indictments, 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 and now there's 52,000 of them. And you, we didn't know there was going to be 1,100 and something pages of seized assets. We didn't know that they were going to have to pull down 5,000. Now I think it's about 5,000 of these CEOs who've been running the world and, you know, they get the gold mine, we get the shaft, right? And I said, I realized, okay, then I'm seeing the son of man coming in great glory. There's no doubt about it. When you see the sign of the son of man, you will see the son of man coming in great glory. No doubt. This is the glory of the Lord that he is, uh, he is taking these grapes of wrath and he's removing them from the earth that these, the beast and the false prophet with the harlot are being cast into the abyss. If you don't know what I'm talking about on that, go to watch my video on the summary of revelation. And I didn't, to be honest, I really didn't understand revelation. I never did mess with it because I just was like confused about it. So much symbolism, all this stuff. And I said, okay, Lord, you're going to have to teach me this. And I need you to teach me because I don't know what it means. And now I do. And so I broke it down to where I kept, I brought it real simple and it really helps you to understand what's going on in our world today. So, you know, I didn't know what 
this is how it was going to be. We didn't, none of us, because we didn't know. We didn't know how all the evil that was going on. But the great news is that the Lord is faithful to his word, whether we understand it or not. And he's going to do it. He's going to save us one way or the other. He's going to get us out of this deception one way or the other. So that is so great. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. Trust the Lord. Trust him. He, for I know the plans I have for you, even though we don't, we don't understand. We've had so much deception and we're all coming out of this deception. He says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. And that's what we're having, you guys. It's great future we're about to bust right into. And it's already starting. But as Q says, I, I'm not going to be able to really be in my giddy you know, dance around, dance a jig, completely celebrating self until these people are gone. And, and, and as he said, in pain and away from us and out of the ability to harm us anymore. So it's close. It's so close. He says 2018, you guys, there's not that many more months to it. So the last thing is, oh, back to the water. So he pours out the water, the pouring out of the Holy Spirit. Listen to what Jesus did on the feast during the Feast of Tabernacles. So check this, you guys. On the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, this great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. I'm sure he's, he hollered this. If any man thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And boy, have we been thirsting. Oh my goodness. Mo wow, haven't we though? All that they've done to us has just about done us in. If you and so much thirsting, so much there's been so much depression out there, so much just sickness out there, so much hardship, so much family destruction, all this, all this war, all these things. And if we didn't have the Lord, didn't know the Lord, oh my goodness, how how empty we would, and, and hopeless, we would feel so thankful for the presence of the Lord, right? That is the hugest joy that you can always rejoice in, right? If anyone thirsts though, and it's just like, you need to be refreshed. You remember he says out, if, uh, the, when the, uh, the, that those who have the spirit of God dwelling within them, that out of their bellies will flow rivers of living water. What a refreshment he is that he dwells within us. I'm getting ahead of myself though. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the spirit whom his whom those believing in him would receive for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So again, the Holy Spirit was there. He would reside with them. He would hover over them as in, as in the, the, the tabernacle, but this would be the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, guiding our thoughts, guiding our hearts, guiding our actions, being our comfort, being our, our, um, just our constant companion. It's just a beautiful thing. Right. Um, and then, this was, was uh, uh, fulfilled during the Feast of Pentecost, which was 50 days, Penta, 50 days after Christ uh, uh, rose. So now we have this beautiful picture that our Lord Jesus did at the end of the Feast of Tabernacles. So I want you to focus on that during this Feast of Tabernacles for the Holy Spirit that he dwells within you. I want you to remember that. Don't Think of yourself as alone. I want you to think of that as that, that fire of God, the, the, the living water. 
that he dwells within you and that he empowers you for everywhere you go, everything you say, everything you do, he is your strength, the joy of the Lord, the power of the Lord, this, the living water of the Lord, the fire of the Lord is our strength. Isn't that beautiful? Now, how do y'all like the Feast of Tabernacles now, right? Isn't it a great feast? Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful feast. All right, before we pray, I want to remind you, don't forget to go on to Freedom Force News. Go ahead and, and subscribe. Click that bell so you'll know when we when we uh, put up a video. And also the other one, the Kingdom of Christ. Join that as the backup channel because I don't know at what point if there's, they're going to shut this down. I don't know. But I would just hate to lose our battalion. And don't forget to go to freedomforcenews.com and join there so that we can stay together, right? And I just, um, I love you guys. So let me just, let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are our tabernacle and that we dwell with uh, with you always, wherever we go, we're like a moving tabernacle. Everywhere you go, we go, you go along with us. And I thank you that we celebrate your great forgiveness. That Lord Jesus, when you came out of that tomb, we know we stand forgiven that all our sins were on your back. And now you uh, have proven that uh, since you are alive, that all those sins are totally washed away. We thank you, Lord, that you have completed that for us. And Lord, we thank you that this is a celebration of the harvest. This is the harvest that you've been promised for so long. This harvest of the grapes of wrath, not only the harvest of food, the harvest of, of so many who are going to come to know you, which is so exciting, and there's going to be peace on earth, but also the harvest of these who are going to be cast away and not be able to destroy us anymore. We praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, that this is happening. And mostly, mostly, we praise you that this is a celebration of the uh, of your presence, that your presence is with us. We praise you, Lord. We celebrate that you have done this for us, that you know the plans you have for us. You have plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us hope and a future. We pray for all those who are still in darkness. We pray that they will come out of that darkness and they will come into step into this marvelous light, that this deception would completely fall and crumble and they will be able to walk in this, in this glorious freedom and joy and peace and that no more will, that all the deception, it, it just won't happen anymore. It just won't be able to, uh, it won't work anymore. We pray that its power would completely crumble and that everyone would would love each other and, and and come into agreement with each other lord give us the words to say that so we can work peace in this earth you told us the meek will inherit the earth that that the the pure in heart will see you and that um you just want us to be peacemakers on this earth so lord guide us lord what to say in every hour in every moment holy spirit you dwell with us we know you will we know you will do that for us and we pray you strengthen all those who are fighting for righteousness we pray for all all those who are uh, who are in harm's way, especially our military, our, our national guard, our marines, our army, all those who are who are standing up to fight for uh, for the children, to save every child, Lord, not to let one more child be hurt at all. And we pray that anyone who refuses to to repent, we pray they will be removed this very day in Jesus' name. Thank you for this feast of tabernacles. When you will dwell on this earth, your kingdom come, your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. Just like it said in the Psalms, we just praise you because your name alone is worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.